was waiting for you. Hey, what's wrong? Oh, it's nothing. It's just a readjustment. Your eyes. Hey, what's wrong? Oh, it's nothing. It's just a readjustment. Your eyes. Welcome to the Road to Damnation podcast. I'm not editing this out. I just want you to know that. <laughs> so when he hears it, it's just going to be like, what? What in the hell? All right. Yeah. So this is an episode um, that's just you know event organizer stuff related to the event that's coming up in 48 ish hours that's not well uh, for, for the for the hours from event day let's put it that way yeah brah we figured this is the untold story of the event organizer the guy that puts this shit together yeah and it's our first time doing it um and there's confirmed um i think like 25 ish people that are coming so you know we maxed out at 36 tables so i honestly think that's um we're doing pretty good for the first event especially since not a lot of people even knew that there was a heresy scene in jersey so you know crazy crazy no it feels good to like know that like there's people driving up here like a lot of hours like I'm pretty sure someone at least one person's from Connecticut there's people I'm pretty sure people from Maryland um I'm not sure about New York um we might then, get lost you know, we might get lost minute people to show up that haven't registered or you know who knows the store might have effed off and there's more people registered but they accidentally paid them more money for the different event instead mm-hmm. of the heresy event so you know who knows there could be more yeah, you never know. I definitely think there's a couple of people that paid more than what was in the packet. For sure. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm pretty but, sure they got refunded, though. Yeah, so so this is like a, 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 a for all of you that wonder what goes into event organizing, this is the Road to Damnation event organizers. First one ever. Yeah, bro. Um, so, I mean. So let's just talk about it. So, uh, Chris, you want to tell the story of how we decided, you know, fuck it, let's do an event. Well, correct me if I mess any of this up, because I'm pretty sure I have, like, early onset dementia. Um, but basically, like, I fucking, I went to the PA30K um, Betrayer. You know, they have a Betrayer series. It's a four-game series i went to the second one with craig bot and um gotta make sure the bots in there so everyone yeah. knows who it is yeah and um it was fucking awesome like it's just so many awesome just fucking chill dudes um like dudes that you could just you know like relax around and just have fun you know um mm-hmm. and oh that reminds me i still have to paint my display board fuck um Time's running out, bitch. Yeah, I took one of those TV dinner trays with like little feet that fold out for like eating dinner on the bed, and I just filled it with fucking two part epoxy and gravel. So I just, and I already painted it black, so I just have to like do the gravel. But anyway, back to the, oh yeah, we went to that, 
and I had a lot of fun. And like I met some awesome dudes. The PA 30k guys are fucking mad chill. Um, and you know, again, one of them, Shane, he's actually helping with the event organizing. Um, and helping, you know, definitely contributed to the missions. Um, and like so six anyway, inch window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh shit! We invited him to hear this, didn't we? Did, did he? Uh... Yeah, it's it's he, uh, he's... he's probably asleep at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, I messaged him. He'll probably get it tomorrow. Um. So anyway, and then I don't I don't really remember the rest. I just remember like you and I talking and being like, Prometheus, let's do so... this. Actually, I think I had a conversation with Craig once talking about it, and I was like, I want to do it, and um. And you and I talked. And yeah, I, 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 I kind of just got roped in as an afterthought. And then ended up being like, yeah, let's just fucking do this. Let's get it done. And uh, here we are, about 48 hours before the event's meant to start. Freaking and out, man. There's, there's still a lot of chaos left to go. So, you know, before we uh, came onto the podcast, we were actually just discussing, like, he was like, yo, those army lists, like, I, I just told him whatever. It's like we haven't been checking. I was like, no, I've been checking. Like that's how much we have like going on in our heads right now. It's like we each one of us has got our own kind of like workload left for this event. But we're we're super excited for everyone to swing down and and see this. Um, yeah. So you know, I figured this would probably be like a, an excellent time to talk about like for first time event running, what we've encountered and what we'd probably do differently the next time. Um, I don't know, Chris has a bunch and I have a bunch. So I'm, I'm going to say like the first thing that I would, what, what we've encountered is, you know, pick a store that like fucking is excited about 30K. Like um, nothing, not for nothing, but like, you know, the story pick, like they, they're a really excellent store and can't knock them for most things, but like certain events that they have take more priority than 30k, so I felt like we've been on the back burner. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. Um, it's definitely like, they weren't even aware there was a 30k scene, but I do give them credit, like, they were cool about the price support thing, and you know, they are with the, the sale that they're having on the day of the event and stuff, so that is definitely like that stuff that no other stores have been willing to do. So I'm, you know, I'm being a little optimistic with that. Um, but you know, second, what, what was that? That's that's uh, well, I was gonna say, sec- like, secondly, you know, make sure they allow the alcohol, they'll allow alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I, I can't stress this enough. Like, well, I obviously understand, like, you know fucking America, we have, like, a bunch of these insurance codes that you can't do this because of this, and you can't do that, but, like, you know, sometimes it's just cool to chill and have a beer while you're playing. Sometimes, most of the time. <laughs> right? Yeah, um... 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 I just um, totally had a brain um, fart. Totally <laughs> We're there like... tonight. That, see, another, on top of doing the event stuff, like, I'm paying, I have this fucking night 
that needs to get done. Like it's just right now, it's just all in pieces. Um, I paint it in pieces, all the armors on separate fucking things, and the metal's basically done to a decent standard. But I'm like looking at this, thinking about the you know the process that I'm working in. Um, but I completely fucking lost track of what we were even talking about. I was saying like allow alcohol, like an event. I mean that would do a lot, you know. Um, I think I honestly think it would attract people. I really do. But you know the, the insurance reasons, you know. America's um, gay. America. Yeah, dude, it's weird. Like I hear all this stuff about events like in other countries when they're like everyone's drinking bars and stuff. And um, you know, here it's just you don't really hear about that. Damn, man, it, it, it would definitely add like a new dy- dynamic to the event. Um, so you know, th- those would be my my gripes with the venue off the bat. Also, you know, always take care of the money. So much issues have come from money. For us, it's not technically as bad, but like you know. We had aspirations to vet people when they signed up, get their lists, and we're kind of dealing with like a, a third party situation where they they they're taking the money and like we should have just taken the money and on the day of the event given them the money. I mean, it's good in a way for the store because they can see how many people are coming and what to expect, but like it's also bad for the event organizers because we don't know. Like, when you sign up, unless you send us an email with your army list, like, unless they update anything, we don't know that you're coming, so it's it's tough for us to manage. Is this the best way of describing that? Yeah, um, that's one thing that, when, when you're doing the event organizing, like, um, I felt like I was definitely hassling the shit out of the store, being like, yo, like, any, you know, anybody sign up? You know, because I know right now there's people that are still like behind on their lists that are like still painting, not sure what if they'll have stuff done in time to bring and this and that. And um, you know, it's like, it, you know, it, it's not really being sure how many people paid for the event and you know if the list is being updated quickly or not, and like wondering, you know, um. You know, you know, then when there's like moments of like, oh, well, the the list of who's registered hasn't been updated. Like, does that mean people aren't registering? What's going on? Then all of a sudden, it like, you know, bumps up a few people, and it's like, you know, so it definitely. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure to describe it, but it's it's definitely something where like it's nicer to be fully aware, you know. Um, Fully in control, like God, like manipulating people. Ha oh, ha, oh, no. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> but like, uh, so for that, you know, other than that, I mean, I I can't fault the store. They can, you know, the tables there are beautiful. Like, yeah, that's one thing. This store is designed for wargaming. Definitely is, and and they got stools. They got a bunch of tables. You know. <laughs> Did you hear that? Uh, yeah, as Chris is like, you know, jack- jacking himself off to the. That's my the, lube. The beauty of you know the store and you know I can't thank him enough for kind of being there. There's some things that like I would tweak as first time event runner for the next time, and you know, hopefully it should make it a little bit more 
easier on our part and the store's part. Yeah. I mean, it's a learning process, you know. One oh, thing that... that... Oh, that's my alarm. Holy shit, no. Was that loud as fuck? <laughs> yeah. I gotta check my laundry. Laundry? Yeah, we'll wait a few minutes, though. I'm, it looks like I'm gonna have to do a little bit of editing. God damn it. God damn editing. We just like to live stream this crap. Um, things we're pretty ex excited about is um, seeing everyone's armies. Uh, did not realize there was that many uh, traitor legions out there. Good on you, traitors. Dude, look at the list. Like, what? How many traitors and how many loyalists? The only loyalists are me, you, and Craigbot. Are you fucking serious? I'm dead serious. Well, he hasn't submitted his, his list yet. He said it in the chat the other day. He he's not even sure what he's bringing yet. And then we have uh, we have you know maybe a couple of other people that haven't submitted it thus far, like Brad. I think he plays Salamanders. Oh yeah, another. Oh, so he's a loyalist. But like, dude, I, I how many people on the East Coast are just playing traces right now? What does that say about the East Coasters? <laughs> that we are all dirty scumbags that disagree with the monarchy. Well, I mean, when we, you know, came over here from, you know, what country was that? We um, were kind of like pretty rebellious bastards, so. Well, technically you came over from like Spain. France. Um actually, um, actually... You and your fucking higher intellect because you're British. Fuck you. You just happen to disagree with one of them. And France and Spain were like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> Spaniards. Um, you know, so, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting. I mean, unfortunately, some of these traders are going to have to play, like, loyalists to make it even. Yeah, that's going to be interesting because, like, there's, like, loyalist trader sides and shit. So it's like, what the fuck? You know, we're going to have to figure out how to, you know, forge the narrative here. Yeah, man, because it's, it's, you know, like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I have no idea what the fucking do for that, but I'm sure we'll figure it out. I mean, technically, we could do, like, uh, a thousand sons could be loyalists, because at this point, it was just after the Dropside Massacre. And at this same time, Burning of Prospero was, like, just happening. So we could say that at this point, thousand sons were still technically loyalists. Right? Does that make sense? Um... Actually, yeah, I mean, also, you know, it is the heresy, so there's always, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking like realms of possibility of how to make the story work. Also, you need to understand, like, when it comes to like the whole fluff knowledge, I'm the worst person on this show to have that discussion with. Damn you, Craigbot! Speak up. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's definitely past his bedtime though, because he gets to work like what at like six a.m. So yeah, man. We, we definitely can't call him in. Poor Craig, but I should but, show up at his door with my dick swinging around with like assless chaps on, and be like, 
It's time to ride. <laughs> so <laughs> it took you like that long to realize that joke. It's time to ride. Nice. Yep. I'm thinking like old western style right there. I'm proud of you. <laughs> An insult to both. Why not? Um, so, you know, excluding venues, so now we're, we're going to talk, you know, do not put this stuff off. You have this event, if you plan it like three months ahead, make sure you have a three month plan. <laughs> do not do what we have done. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say we really put it off that bad. You know, it's more like. We're pretty good at getting the event up and running. Yeah, I mean, the rest of the planning stuff, I feel like the plan that we have is pretty solid. Um, you know, like, I don't really think that we're, we should really fault ourselves too much. You know, it is the first time. I think that it's really just more self-doubt than anything, you know? No, like, definitely. The pressure's on. It's like, we've got nearly, you know, we've got, like, 25 dudes coming who, like, they're coming there to have a good time, and you know, that's, yeah, there is the part where it's like, you know, it's up to the player to, to be responsible for their own stuff, but at the same time, you know, we're coordinating the event, we're doing all this stuff, so, you know, having the pressure on yourself, second-guessing the decisions that you've made, you know, getting concerned, like, wow, what if people don't have fun with this, what if people don't have fun with that, but the few people that I reached out to that are familiar with this stuff um, basically said, like, now nah, you're good, you know, like, just don't even fucking... So, yeah, they're like, you... now you got this. Yeah, you know what? I did notice that uh, Betrayer stole our side list, though. The side list idea for all of you that aren't aware for this event, we thought you know, because we are allowing Lords of War, and we realized that not everyone will have a Lord of War, and you know, specifically, people might just not want to play against the Lord of War. We created this like 500 point side list that. It was roughly the cost of how much it would cost for a Lord of War. For example, Archeron cost me like four twenty-five. I want to say in points. Um, he so I can substitute him out, and I have a separate list. So so if someone's like, I don't want to play Lord of War, I'm like, hey, bam! I got this other list that I can just switch this guy out with, and it still keeps my army legal. And I seen. Betrayer has taken that on, so you know, obviously we're doing something right. Yeah. Yeah, for those guys to to like that idea, it means it must not be bad. I did second guess that idea too. You know? What else did you second guess? Everything. I just hate myself. Your penis size? Oh, definitely. They call that the millimeter Peter, you know, they don't call it millimeter Peter for nothing, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Um, As they, you know, I mean, everyone on the internet. You know, and and to say, guys, you know, this has been some of the discussion. So originally, I was just, you know, I'm, I'm generally a pretty busy person with work, school. Uh, you know, fucking finding time to do stuff can always be challenging. So we record this show pretty late at night, generally because that's the easiest for us. Um, yeah, like my my wife and my four month old. My daughter's gonna be four months old next week. Um they're in bed. They're both asleep. You know, I can watch on the monitor. Each of them. Like a the stalker. Creepiest way possible. Yeah. In the creepiest fucking way possible. Yeah, you need something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> have to add the sound effects. It doesn't that, sound very well, boys. Yeah, but and on top of that, like you're a fucking grad student. Like I've been there, and I know what you're fucking dealing with, and it sucks. Fucking sucks. But and but on top of it, you work full time. So. Yep. So we we make the best of this, and it's pretty much like you know I pretty much said you know hands down like I, what limited time I have I'll definitely help out. And I've taken on more of a role than initially anticipated. Uh, but, you know, things that you got to have down, like, you got to put the event out there. You know, this thing's been out for, like, three months. So, you know, for us, that's plenty of time. People knew about it. We could spam it. We could relax on it. We could go back to it. You know, we had a group, you know, people posting pictures, updates. We've had people painting for this event. Shout out to... Thomas from our NJ uh, 30k hobby chat. I'm like, that dude, he knew the event was coming. He wanted to paint basic standard for his, uh, wow. Well, what is it? Damn. Pulling out a world logo. Is he doing world leaders? No, world leaders. It's, um, oh, you said Lorgar. That's the yeah, fucking. Yes. The guys that take a Bible and smack themselves in the face with it? It's not world leaders, but it begins with W2. Why am I pulling a blank on this? I'm just going to listen to you struggle. Okay, struggling. But, like, this dude um, (laughs) basically got this, you know, he knew the thing was coming, and he wanted to have, like, a full foot, full 3,000 points for this. I'll give you a hint. Turd wearers. Turd wearers. That does not help. How does it not help? Because I'm like, you're just confusing me from my original senses. Uh, <laughs> word bearers. There we are. And you begin with a W. Why am I pulling a blank on that? It's probably late at this point. Um, yeah, dude. Um, so he, he pushed them out. He sent pictures of his update. The paint scheme is on point. They are looking sharp. Yeah, I know you've seen them, Chris. Yeah, dude. That guy's doing a great job. He's also... um, He wants to play 3,000 points, and nobody fucking committed to asking me for the loner army, the Dark Angel army that I have. And um, so he asked me, and I was like, yeah, brah. So he's also going to play some 3,000 point games, or a 3,000 point game, with the Dark Angels that... Um, Probably need a little bit of work on what's equipped with the sergeants, but um, so that's you know, props out to him. We've seen other people that are trying to get units done. Craigbot is working tirelessly with his modems running at full speed capacity to get his. I don't even know Alpha Legion or Iron Hands at this point. His, his gear cogs. I don't know what the fuck he's gonna play. I think he's gonna try and run Alpha Legion. Do we just force him to be a Leoilist anyway? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dude, you brought a trailer legion. We're gonna have to have you play Loyalist. <laughs> Maybe we can figure something out where like, you know, if it's traitor versus traitor, they'll cancel out the wins. Uh, like, right now there's only like what three or four Loyalist players. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. It's pretty it's pretty interesting. I mean, being that it's the heresy, it does leave room for a pretty interesting dynamic. So I'm not gonna complain about it because I think you know, like a big part of this whole 
part of the the hobby is the fact that like it's meant to be creative, you know. So, no, I'm sure, we'll, I'm sure we'll think of something. Dude, well, definitely we can definitely because we want to continue this on as uh, you guys found out. Was it last episode that we we we've <clears throat> been asked by the same hobby store during their con event to run the 30k section for that, which. We're going to try and tie into this whole narrative campaign that we've created. Right? Yeah, that's going to be insane. And the best part about that is I probably can't go to that event because it'll be the weekend of my daughter's first birthday. So I'm going to put in all this work to plan for it and then probably only go for the second day if I'm lucky. So, and I will have to make sure that I am available for both days. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, unless... My wife agrees to have the party on a separate day, but I doubt that'll happen. So, happy wife, happy life. You you got that. But I plan on going balls deep in the squealing hog planning for that shit because it's really important to me. So, so you know, as as you know, heresy. We get this heresy train off and running in New Jersey. See what I did there? Trains, New Jersey. <laughs> Never on time. I just. Uh, you know, as we get this up and running, you know, that's things we got to think about down the line. So when we were planning, like we obviously we wanted to do similar things to what Betrayer is doing, and you know, hopefully try and keep the narrative going and get more people interested. And by offering our smaller battles of a thousand points, we're, we're telling people, hey, if you have a thousand points, you can still come to this event, play a bunch of different armies, and have a blast. Yeah, I think that's one of the major perks of this event is the fact that um, you all you need is $130 worth of miniatures and then you're set for a fucking... So, dude, this game day is really like a 9... Well, it goes from 12 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. And then, they, then we're going to do the, the raffle and stuff. So it's basically like... How many hours is that? Like 10 hours? Yeah, man, it's it's a long... It's going to be a long day. So Should it's gonna take a portable grill and start grilling outside. Hopefully, if weather permits. Yeah, that would have been a really good idea to get like a bunch of people to, like bring a bunch of fucking meat to grill. Heresy, nothing says heresy like grilling a steak. I would like the Swanson burger. <laughs> Parks and Rec joke. This has gone too far. I'm proud of you. Um, so it was someone's birthday today, and I got I did really like rigorous searching on the interweb for a morbidly obese white guy with no body hair to dance almost naked as an animated <laughs> gif, and I sent it as a happy birthday gif. <laughs> I just wanted you to know that. So you sent it to yourself? Yeah, like. The amount of jiggling that takes place really makes me uncomfortable. It's like one of those videos where you just can't stop staring at it, but you're like, this is super weird. Pretty much. Pretty much. Damn. Damn. But <laughs> I also <laughs> want to shout out Flying Dog. They've got this pump this uh pumpkin ale that's seasonal. It's called the Fear. Whiteco. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> Did you call it white girl? Because it sounds Listen, like it's that. not a fucking pumpkin spice latte, you motherfucker. 
<laughs> Yo, I don't know what Americans obsession is with pumpkin. Dude, it's just not it's I'm a no for me. So manly that I like pumpkin. But I have to go um press the or do something with the laundry so my shit dries. You wanna talk to the fucking people? Or the people, write down? The, I don't even know like pumpkin. what like how long have we been fucking recording for at this point? I don't know. Uh probably like five five minutes I wanna say, give or take. Alright, you go to you go do that. I'll I'll keep going on my rant. Alright, penis. I'll be right back. So so why why Chris basically like decides he needs to do laundry at eleven o'clock at night. We'll go with this. You know, his kids asleep and he's like back there like washing the clothes and while he's on his camera like jerking off. So we're we're gonna talk about more more impressive back to going back to the original point. So, you know, we're basically running this event for the first time. We've encountered some obstacles, we've encountered like some like fun parts. We've even counted new parts. So, like one of the biggest things for us is like what's going to determine the match outcome. Shout out to Ryan Kimball at RFI, who Chris reached out to and was like, "Yo, how do you do?" And he was like, "The most efficient way is to be like, who wants to play on this table? All right, who wants to play this army? And then that's how we're basically going to pick." Because the original plan was to do a general, where we have a general for the loyalists and a general for the trader who would pick the matchups. And to our consideration, it, it sounds pretty fair to do it that way. But like, you know, you're not taking into account is that going to be fun for the person? <clears throat> Ultimately, at the end of the day, we want it to be the most fun. That's why every table includes a free hand job from Chris's mom. Oh, <laughs> just because I knew he came back to that section right there. I'm um, you. Good. You're a good. You do a good job. You could <laughs> so, do a good job. I'm just special. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, going to the, yes. you know, another point that we've had and it, which has been fun is you know, Chris brought this uh, cardstock Zone Mortalis boards from Target Games. Tagged events. Tagged events. Why do I, I keep saying so. Target? I don't know. Tagged events. Check them know. out. Some... They call it the the Kevlar the Kev stash station. That's what it's called now. But the they don't make the one that I have. It's um, it's sixty six bucks, and it's they they basically describe it as the kit are uh, intended to be an entry level terrain set to allow people to get started with Zone Mortalis and similar formats quickly and econom economically. So well. Um, so, you know, basically it's pretty time consuming because you, you basically have to cut out all of this cards and then you have to like score it to make sure it folds properly. And then, you know, they, they recommend, you know, you can use some plastic cards or, uh, even some foam board inserts to give it a bit more rigidity, but I don't think it really needs it too much. I mean, I feel like it needs to be weighed down because we played with it that one time and it fucking moves. You, know, you bump into that shit and it like flies the whole fucking... But you know, at the same time, it's a really inexpensive way to play Zone Mortalis, so it's worth the money and it looks amazing. Like, if you put it on the right fucking game mat, holy shit, it looks awesome. Is that US so... dollars or is this... Uh... Oh no, it's Australian. Yeah, so it's it's probably cheaper than that. It's like 33 bucks or... Something around there. But also keep in mind, 
shipping from Australia is a fucking cunt and a half. So probably gonna be around sixty bucks then. Yeah, shipping from Australia sucks. That's why I bought two because the amount that it costs to fucking ship one, I was like, I might as well just buy two. Well, if you have two, you can make like a pretty fucking epic bullet. I think I spent like 120 US dollars shipped. So, well, the Kev staff station, um, that that guy looks like they've improved the doors a lot. So the one that you brought, the doors suck. Yeah, you want to talk about like a pain in the ass to do? Those doors suck. Um. So we had that different artist. I think the new artist that he got actually worked on like a Call of Duty game or some shit. So he's yeah. used to skinning video games. Um. So it's pretty cool. Give it like multiple instead of just the Zomotalis. But you lose those posters that are up on the board. Like, all right, well, whatever. That's just me on a rant right there. <laughs> um. So, you know, that that was fun. You know, we, we aim to introduce some more talents. So for new players that have never played it, it's a great format. And hopefully it will be like fucking like people want to play more of it. Like, or, you know, hopefully it gets more people into the game. Dude, um, also, one thing that I haven't talked about. Um, Runestorm Painting sent me the terrain for the event that he painted. Does it look sick? Um, yeah, dude, it looks fucking badass. Um, basically, all of the walkway terrain that Games Workshop has, and, like, those big tanks and all that stuff, um, I had, like, basically, like, $700 worth of that stuff that I sent him, and he assembled all of it, because I was like, dude, like, my kid was just born and shit, and I was just like, I, there's no way in hell I'm gonna be able to find the time to do this before the event, and I was like, yeah, dude, I'll fucking, can I commission you to do it? And, um, you know, since we're friends, I'm not going to talk about the deal that he gave me, but he gave me a good deal. Um, and, but it's also like, you know, I agreed, like, this is also terrain that I'm going to use at all the events, you know, especially the one that's coming up in a couple days. Um, so, um, it looks sick. It's, it's fucking amazing, dude. Like. I, I keep looking at it, I'm like, holy shit, like, how does he just sit there and get this done, like, at the speed that he gets it done, and it looks so fucking good, so. I don't know, man, but if you can, I think it's totally worth, like, getting a couple of pictures up before the event, just get people jazzed about it. True. Because, you know, Daniel put a picture up, of, so Daniel is a, another 30k player, I'm pretty excited that he's coming to the event. I don't think you've met him, Chris. Um, this guy has an awesome Dark Mechanicum army. If you're looking for something different, that's definitely a different challenge. Yeah. Monstrous. Monstrous. It's <laughs> a key word to describe it. So, and he's a super fun guy. Had fun playing him, even though his Scaria was like overpowered. Scaria was overpowered when I was playing. Now, with the, the changes, I don't know if they made a huge difference or not, but it, it would be interesting. When did you play him? Uh, like four months ago, I want to say. With Scoria? But did Scoria. Just casually or at an event? Casually. Oh, wow. You know, because I was basically, you know, my, my knowledge just. Is- 
Scoria before I played her was her, him, it, she. And before this model came out, he was coming out with, like, he, he basically custom built his own model for it. Oh, and, was that the one where it's like a tomb walker or some shit of a Necron? Like, yeah, you saw the picture of it. Yeah, yeah. So at some point. Yeah, because he he was basically taking like the fluff that like uh, basically they he found all of these relics from like the Necron world and like that's where he was getting his basis for Scoria. So you know it, the model was pretty cool, but it, you know with that tomb spider, what is it? It's like a giant. Spider thing from the Necron. It, it's like a lineup. fucking Necron centipede. Yeah, much. this the centipede body made it pretty fucking big. And you know, it's a big model when Forgeball came out of it, but like he made it pretty, pretty big. Um, but like playing playing Scurrier was like fucking a monster. Like I don't even know. Like trying to think of like a way to kill her and it she him thing something like it's pretty it's pretty tough and i'm hoping the rule, rule changes made it a little bit easier well were you were you using a primark i was not using a primark because scoria is basically equivalent to a primark correct so being that we allow primarks you know i know a, a lot of events were limiting the scoria usage because of that but since our event is, you know, Primarchs allowed. Yeah, which, you know, if you're playing 30k, you, you gotta have the Primarchs. Like, oh no, it just doesn't feel the same. Yeah, I was really hoping to have Dorn ready, but it just wasn't realistic, so. Um, but anyway, going back to, you know, the experience of, you know, I'm super excited because he, got that model, he's painted it up for the event, and he posted the pictures of all the models he rebased and got ready for the event. So they're ready. And I'm pretty excited. I'm excited to see it. that posted the other night? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. That shit looks sweet. Like, he did a good job with them. And, like, I rubbed my balls just, on the phone when I saw that. That's that's the thing, like, um, I think the event has really helped with, um, for anyone that's looking to host an event in their area, is, uh, People, you know, you put a paint restriction on there of like free minimum. So we we had a discussion when we were setting up the event. Oh, it has to be heresy paint, and like it has to be like. And then I should have kind of said more. We should make it a free a tabletop minimum of free colors. I'm like, as much as we want it to be heresy, you know, some people are just not gonna be there at that point. And the free tabletop standard has inspired a bunch of people just to get their armies done, and they look pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah? Like, you got Daniel, who, who got his army just done in time. You have uh, Thomas, who was pumping out his legion. And a bunch of other people that are, like, getting little bits ready. Those are two that I have the best example. But, like, in our hobby chat, we're seeing people trying to get their army ready for it. And, you know, without that, you know, people can take their time, but they're, like, excited for the event. I gotta say, it's, like, really, like, kind of crazy to know that, like, we're in charge of something that, like, a bunch of people are really looking forward to going to, you know? Don't say it like that, man. <laughs> like, it's crazy, you know? It does put a lot of pressure on, though, like, and it's rightfully so, you know? 
but like yeah. we're in charge, you know. Yeah, man. Um, like, I typically, like, I would be, you know, but I'm I'm pretty excited myself, and I'm trying to do a little bit of a segment, uh, future spoiler alert for the the next episode of a little Q and A of some of the guests that come on, if they don't mind, uh, for the podcast. Like, totally. Taking a mic and be like, "Yo, what are you running? What are you here for?" Like, they kind of get a feel. So, for the people that live on the West Coast or Central America, which is probably like one or two people, let's be real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, also, one of our organizers um, can't make it because of a family thing. Um. So. But like. I know next time he'll definitely be um he, you know he won't be able to make it so since um we might be down one person if it's a if we're at an odd number I'll probably take a hit and not play and run around maybe I can like record some shit and ask people some questions or something well I feel like we would both do that that's two segments yeah um but going back I still think we need to do a 30 PA versus NJ challenger day. That'd be cool. You know, we, you know, people from PA challenge when we can host it in like two, like each time at a different place. I think that'd be, that'd be really a, cool. I think that'd be a fun time for everyone. That'd be, that could be a lot of fun. Those dudes are all really fun to play against. Really good sports, you know. Like they're yeah, the kind man. of dudes that they're the kind of dudes that like you want to play against, you know. Like very just casual. No man, I'm 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 excited for this event. You know, it's it's creeping up pretty closely, but you know, we'll make it work. Yeah, we definitely will. And um. You know, I've still got to base some Terminators. I'm just waiting on more supplies to arrive tomorrow. Um, just so I can finish up some of the ones that are on base for me. And I should be set to go. And I should, I just need to pull out the box and take a peek at what I got spare lying around. Like, I know i got the quad morses I can use. You know. So, just going into it. So, you know, I, I, I built a list that I tried against Chris, which I was pretty pumped about. It kind of ended up being like the first game was kind of a mishap. We we won't really record that, but like this, the second one was pretty fairly even. It just, you know, ended basically because I couldn't get enough points towards the end. Well, I mean, you won fair and square the first one, you know. I wouldn't call it a mishap. It was the uh, first time really trying out my... uh wonderful uh lord of war i have two to choose from uh i wasn't gonna play with vulcan even though i'm, I'm like i, I really want to play with vulcan i realized he's a little bit overpowered but also for the time and place that our event takes place he's technically missing that's you actually know. a very good um fluffy observation yeah Fluff my uh, were you getting fluffed by Craig when you learned that? I was because, uh, as many people don't realize, Fluff by Craig wrote the fluff to our event, yeah, the the paragraph to the player pack, 
yes, the synopsis, the synopsis to the event <coughs> where it's set just after Panama is set just after the uh, Dropside Massacre. Not Dropside Massacre, the Isfan Free Massacre. Right? Um, yeah, yeah, you're asking I'm, the wrong person. <laughs> I'm asking the wrong person. So the Dropside Massacre was when Horus, <laughs> fucking the Emperor's children of the Death Guard, dropped their Legion and World Eaters. I guess World Bearers were there too. I'm not entirely sure on that one. Card wearers. Um, this is probably something that I should have, you know, I should, if I'm going to talk about that, I need to research it. Um, well, no, I, I'm just I know Alpha Legion it. were definitely there. They, and the, the thing I love about Alpha Legion being there is the fact that, like, they, um, they were, it's, it was learned later. This, I don't know why this always stood out. Like, I always wanted to make an Alpha Legion army based on this, basically with Mark Six armor, but with Mark Four heads. Because, like, apparently, at the Dropsite Massacre, Alpha Legion had Mark Six armor, but it was modified where people originally thought it was Mark Four. Wow. So they have better armor. Um, but it was modified to look like Mark Four. Some, it was, yeah, it was a modified Mark Six that they thought was Mark Four. So it was, like... Yeah, it was just, like, cool little facts like that just really... I love. So on the brief, like, so you, the Dropside Massacres, you know, they sent down their troops to attack this planet and then ended up chemical bombing, chemical bombing it and, like, destroying Ooh, yeah. all life on that planet. Uh, and then Islam 3 is the... where they go to fight the Trader Legions and get turned on and you lose, like, uh, Korax... Vulcan goes disappearing, and um, Ferris Manus dies. So, I don't know. It, you know, so this was set after you know that event, and you know, just think, just... if if Fulgrim wasn't such a pussy, he wouldn't have fallen for that stupid fucking sword, like convincing him to cut off Ferris Manus's head. Fulgrim's a weak bitch. You think you know this is a fluff, uh, fluff by Craig question, but like, do you think that you know if Ferris Manus had survived, he would have been able to help Fulgrim, you know, distance himself from that chaotic sword? Potentially, I mean, because um, they were best of friends, like yeah, they held they hands, fucking... masturbated together, you know, yeah, the they whole thing. Off under a bridge and built hammers together, like yeah, I mean, I mean, potentially, you know. So you know, going on that crazy rampage, you know, and I think once he had done that, he thought there was no turning back, so he just full on demon slug body and. Well, he realized when he did it, like, I think he got, like, really upset when he cut off his head. But he wasn't in control of himself. But also... That's what, that's make... what everyone says when they commit a murder. I wasn't yeah. in control of myself. Yeah, I didn't do it! <laughs> but, um, like, one one thing, like, one, I think one fair question is, he was being, like, you know, fueled, emotionally fueled by a demon. And, you know, when we're very emotionally charged, we can have, um like adrenaline and then have like be stronger than usual so like you know he's fighting his fucking best bud brother um 
But like, if he didn't have that demon, I'm wondering if he would have had the emotional charge to like enrage to like actually fight as well as he did. You know, it does seem like he was a better fighter because in both fights he fucking kicked Ferris Manus's ass. I would be interested to know if he didn't even have the sword, whether he would have even agreed with Horace's tactics. Because he was so, like, in love with the Emperor at that point. You know, I don't think he would have. Me neither. That, that's where he was weak. Like, he, he didn't turn because he was evil. He turned because he was weak and he was convinced. The sword would make him the king. No, pussy. We digress. We've just gone on to, like, a fluff rampage without even realizing... Nah, I mean, I think we're pretty much done talking about the event stuff, right? Was there more to talk about? Other than, like... I think we're going to have, like, a five-ish some Mortalis tables, and then probably several <laughs> other... Maybe up to... I don't know. Maybe we can look at the entries and see how many people gave thousand-point lists, and then offer... Because for some reason, I keep thinking more people are going to want to play thousand-point games. So since, since there's 18 tables, I was thinking of like 10 tables, 5 ZM, five, 4 or 5 ZM, you know, 4 or 5 Centurion, and then 8-ish, like 3,000. What but, I will tell you is I've seen a couple of Warhounds in the list. That's cool. Maxing out that point value for the Lord of War right there. Um, no, I I think a lot of people are given 3,000 point lists, a lot of people are given 1,000 point lists, I think they're looking for a mixture of both, which they will get. For sure. How many Warhounds? I've seen a couple. You know those... those really large models I wanted to include? Yes. I might be able, maybe I could walk up to those tables and just hand an opponent one of those and say, all right, here are the stats. Use it against that. <laughs> uh, to be fair, if I face a Warhound, I think I could take it out. I mean, if I could get close to it with. Um, this would actually be a really good topic of discussion. Can a Melta, a 20 man Melta bomb unit, Take out Warhounds? Yeah. We'll have to test it. Next week on The Road to Damnation, does a 20-man Melter Squad take out Warhounds? Let's find out. No. Um, no, I'll be, a, it'd be an interesting... I've, I have enough last cannons in my army that I think I could probably pop it pretty quickly. In theory. Unless my dice rolling is shocking, which wouldn't be surprising also. Yeah. Um. But you know, pretty excited for this event to kind of hit the ground running. Hopefully, we can get some cool recordings. And from there, you know, hopefully, we can we'll have some fun stories and uh, you know, feedback from the event. Um. Also, for a fun tidbit, you know, for anyone listening. I'm going to start an army from scratch. And I want to do a Trader Legion. Yes, I know. Another Trader Legion in the East Coast. What am I thinking? More from my personal, you know, kind of sucks playing Imperial Fist versus Salamanders. Because they are both goody two-shoes. 
So for my my personal entertainment, I want to do this from scratch. Fucking find a, I want uh, people's uh, suggestion on color scheme. I want this to be challenging because come in my spare time once I'm graduated, which will be towards the end of March, May, May. Yeah, I, I kind of want to go full bore on this army. So I need people's suggestions. I need. You know, which legion should I go with? Should I go with Crummy Perturablo, who steals a hammer for various mounts? Do I go with Emperor's Children, because I like purple, and I think it's a pretty fucking cool color to paint? Or, uh, do I go for, um, Workbearers, because I want Galv Warback? Who, who the hell knows? Um, uh, message me with ideas. I think that would be a pretty cool thing to, for people to reach out to. Maybe you can give me we can go from there. Right. Hello? Yeah, I um I need to get my Trader Legion up and running too. Thing is though, like my I want my I wanna do um Death Guard, but I want I'm gonna I bought a second Garrow model and I'm gonna take his sword arm and his head and put it on a mark for um body. Like okay. a customized Mark IV, because in the scene, and I forget which book it was, where he's going against those supersonic fucking people, he um <laughs> gets his leg cut off, and he's I'm pretty sure he was wearing Mark IV armor, and he he was in charge of the seventh, and I want to basically make a you know pre heresy Garrow led Death Guard <laughs> army, you know. That'd be pretty sick. Would you do it as Dusk Raiders, though? No, no, Death Guard. Because I also, I'm going to paint up, you know, some Death Guardian characters that are traitor, and that way I could play it as traitors as well. You know, I'm basically okay. making it to have a traitor army, but I want to make it so I can make them, you know, Garrow-friendly and, and, and you know, like, loyalist. Because in my mind, that's just cool. Because I love Garrow. I just think he's a cool character. Like, I listen to all the audiobooks with Garrow, like the audio dramas, and he's just a cool dude. Um, I like him a lot, you know. So, Nathaniel Garrow and um, Garvey or Loki, Logan, Logan, Garvey or Logan or Loki, Logan. All right, well, he's a pretty cool character too. Yeah, you know his name later in the Heresy, right? No, entertain me. Uh, Cerebus? Cerebus? Yeah. Just completely disowns the... The... Horse... Luna Wolves and... Well, you know how he died? Like, Loken... Like, yeah, yeah, he gets in a building. fight with, uh... Ad, uh, Ad, 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 Abaddon? 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 He, um... And he gets, and he gets buried and he gets, by the building. Yeah. Well, guess who goes and finds him? And like Garvey or Loki? Yeah. No, it's um sorry, same person. Nathaniel Garrow. Nathaniel Garrow, yeah. And they they form basically what is and the foundation for Grey Knights. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's another thing that's really cool. And also I, I really like in the lore Sevatar of the Night Lords is also one of the Grey Knight founders. Really? Yeah, bruh. It's pretty cool. I know a couple of things, but I'm basically, I'm basically like fucking special. When it comes to that. 
Oh, you know what I like about Death Death Guard or Dusk Raiders? What? Typhus. That dude had already sold them out to Nurgle before they even learned of the Chaos Entities. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. He was already in, he was so far down the line already. That dude had already sold them out. Wow. He was like. He was actually uh, jealous because he didn't think Mortarion deserved the demon status that Nurgle gave him, and he thought it should have been him. Yeah, but he didn't get demon status when they were Dust Raiders. No, like, like, um, when they're in the wharf and they're all trapped and they're being infested by Nurgle, Mm -hmm. pretty sure that was his doing. Probably. He's a dick. Yeah, why not? That picture of that beard, man, and that crooked eye. But to be fair, if you had to breathe in, like, my smelly farts, like, 24-7, you'd probably be a dick, too. <laughs> Imagine that. It's just like, yo, not even that joke. Can you smell that? It's just like, the whole time, it's like, how does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, my natural hairs are burning. No, just... Use a fucking scumbag. And you could even go on with Mortarion. Another episode, it's like, would he have turned Chaos? Like, no. if it wasn't for... He did it to save his Legion. Yeah. Is he truly, like... A kid? Like, so many things. So many questions unanswered. Welcome to the mad world of the Road to Damnation. Where we just bring up questions that don't need to be answered. And we're just bringing them up for the hell of it. Yeah, man. But I'm yeah, working dude. on my, my knight armor here. I just did some Zenitholith stuff. So you're getting high? Kind of. I need to put some methylation in here. So, like, the local game store doesn't sell airbrush paint, so I had to buy regular GW paint color that I really like. And then, um... Water it down? Or should I say, yeah, like... I had that airbrush thinner? Yep. Damn. So... So what's we'll going see. on with them? Why would they not cane to the airbrushing? It, it seems to be the way to go for the hobby, you know. Why would they not cater to that? I really can't say I understand. I mean, I just don't get it, but whatever. You know, maybe they just don't get much business with that? I don't know. It just seems weird that they would just be like, yeah, we're not going to cater to airbrushing, but that's the way the hobby's gone. You don't know if you're still painting with a paintbrush, it's quite the noob. <laughs> Says I mean, the person, it still paints with a paintbrush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's definitely my preferred way to paint, that's for sure. Um, the airbrush. I just don't have the mental capacity to be able to sit there and brush paint a whole army. Like, I, you know, I, I basically, you know, the majority of my army is brush painted. You know, I just, even though paint brushing or airbrushing can take um, a long time, um, I just, like, the process of using a brush for me, it just takes so fucking long. Like, I'd rather I would be able to brush paint stuff would in take stages. longer. Um, like, airbrushing? I thought brush would take longer than airbrush. Well, if you if you include like setup time, 
and all that stuff. Um, it's probably not that much of a difference, but like when you're panning out like a bunch of stuff at once, like for instance, since we've been talking, actually no, airbrushing probably is a lot, a lot quicker because since we've been talking, I've basically, I um, I took the masking fluid and I took a sponge. Since we started talking, I took a masking fluid with some, with uh, some sponge. And then I, I applied that as like the chipping medium. Yep. Over the so I had the other day I had taken um so I base coated all of the armor of the night black. And then I took multiple shades of brown and bright orange. And I yep. and I just did mix match, you know, basically made it look kinda of like sloppy camo. And then I put gloss over that. And then I took the chipping medium tonight and I did like just spots to where um would look like, you know, chipped rust spots. Okay. And then since then I've base coated it black. I just did a white xenothal and I'm taking like the cream khaki ish color and applying it over the xenothal highlighting as we speak. So how long have we been talking for? Uh, coming up to an hour on this, I'm pretty sure. Close to. It'll be a good mini episode. A little bit of a rant. Why not? So, in that amount of time, I've basically gone over all these armor plates. And on top of it, it's Zenithal, so it's like, you know, darker at the edges of the armor, lighter in the center. That, so. It's not bad. So, yeah, it's I guess bad. it is. I guess, depending on what you're doing, it can be quicker, but when you think of, like, prep time, like, I remember at one point people were telling if you were like airbrushing to um, take your airbrush apart and clean it separately. I don't fucking do that. You know what I think we should cover since you airbrush and so does uh, Craig, but you know, airbrushing for beginners. Like, you know, because it's pretty intimidating. It is very intimidating. Once I got the stuff to airbrush, I didn't do it for a while, man. Um, it's very intimidating, but at the same time, it doesn't need to be because it's really, um, it's not nearly as daunting as it seems. And all you need to do is just like, just get your nuts wet, you know, just fucking. Just... We'll save that for beginners to egg, beginners guide to egg, uh, brushing. How to get your, get it wet. Just get your nut, get your nuts wet and airbrushing. Because, you know, I know I've looked into it and, you know, where I have my computer, there's not really a window around. So, hey, even... I'm not using a window. <laughs> so, like, whatever. <laughs> so, you know, ventilation is key. I already have enough fumes going on around me that I don't need to add <laughs> an extra, <laughs> yeah. extra kind of fume. Um, but, it's, you know, while we're talking now, I'm just catching up on schoolwork. So, I'm not hobbying tonight. I will be tomorrow, though. Getting those bases done. Because I want to be able to use the full extent of my army to build my list. Yeah. Um, Fuck yeah. But, you know, pretty pretty excited to see everyone's armies. Hoping to get some pretty sick pictures. You know... Not the kind of pictures that Chris is hoping to get from everyone in the bathroom, but, you know, sick huh. pictures. 
I mean, what, of your mom blowing people as, like, a line of people training out the door? Dude, you like dude. that comeback? You like that? Ooh, yeah. If there's a line, man, it means she's attractive. I'm not going to complain. <laughs> I like that you're, like, <laughs> such an optimist. <laughs> yeah, I have to find the good in everything. It's just the way it is. Um, Fucking hippie. No, I'm just, uh, you know, so many people are so negative all the time. I know, know right? Positive makes a positive. It's Gotta... like, I don't, I don't care if your ass hurts. Shut up. <laughs> it's what we tell JP on a daily basis. No, <laughs> <laughs> if he's listening. <laughs> he will be. Oh, he'll he'll be so happy that we shouted it out, too. Like... <laughs> so. Um, so, you know, people, if you feel like, if there's a topic you want us to cover, I don't know how I'd I would just keep repeating this. You know, NJ30K. It's it's kind of a weird email. It's NJ30K at group at gmail.com. Shoot us in with ideas. We know you guys are listening. So if you, if you just want to keep hearing us ramble on, I'm totally fine with that too. But, you know, we, we, we have some knowledge that we can answer a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, you want to hear something awesome? I just snapped shut the... Um paint that I mixed for like that cream color. Yeah. And it like spattered all over the fucking armor plates that I just What like... you do? what did you do? Miss the hole? No, like I snapped it shut and there's like stuff around the edges and then it spattered exploded. Like around Like you were aiming for something or like Oh man, that's uh <laughs> Um, so I feel like we, we, we're going to leave this on like some funny ass note. So we'll add in like a random story for the shits and giggles. Um, I'll let you go first. Oh man, you, I, I should have prepared. I know I should have known that you were going to do that. Dude, it's the best way to leave out. All right. Um, I'll think of something like, um, I'll, I'll give you a drunk story of, you know, my night and my brother's out and you can all make your assumptions from that. So, you know, me, uh, I have quite a few brothers, so uh, forgive me if I say brothers. So my older brother, Dom, and my younger brother, George, uh, we all hit up AC, which I don't know <laughs> if anyone's been to AC. It's like a really crappy Vegas. It's like there's one strip with like four casinos at best. And then homeless people with duct tape shoes walking around. Yeah, that's the street over from the strip. <laughs> You've got to make sure you stay on the strip. So right. we're there, we, you know. So basically, we're all getting really drunk. And like we got pretty parallelly drunk playing roulette. To the point where Jordan was just screaming like, no more bets, like across the table as the guy puts his hands across. You're not really meant to do that. Like... So like, and and the guys laugh, and this one guy's like, "Will you just shut up?" Like every time it was going, because it was literally every time they're like, "Yeah, you can't put any more bets out." He's like, "No more bets." <laughs> so, yo, know, we get out from the table and we start walking around, and there's like this crappy like um, Texas Hold'em game that my older brother Dom sits down to play. So me and Jordan grab another drink and we head back to the roulette table. We lose a lot of money, and we're like, "All right, let's call it a thing." It's like. Four o'clock in the morning at this point. We uh we're walking back to our room and we're like, oh man, we should try and find something to eat. 
And Jordan's like, oh, I'm pretty tired. I'm going to go to bed. So we're like, all right, all right. We'll meet you back at the hotel room. So he, he goes in the elevator. We walk up the strip. We find a pizza place. We order pizza. And we walk back. And this is like a 20-minute walk. There and back. We come back. We push the button for the elevator. And my brother is still inside there. He's like, hey, guys. Like, he never left the elevator. That's awesome. <laughs> so we, we basically left him parallelically drunk, walked up the strip to find food, and came back, and he was still inside the elevator. Did he really think that he was just waiting for the door to open? He was that yes. fucked up? Yes. That's awesome, man. That's what dreams are made of. Like, good for him. So, you know, if you ever want a fun time, just get really drunk and then realize the elevator does not take you to your room directly. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. My brother's bachelor party was an AC, and I made I got two pieces of wood and I painted on it "Dead Man Walking," <laughs> and then I put you know I drilled holes in the top left and right corner, and I I tied them together with rope and hung them over his shoulders, <laughs> and then I got a blow up doll like a sex blow up doll, and we handcuffed it to him, and I got a ball and chain, and then when we were walking through AC. I just scream out "Dead Man Walking." <laughs> And like it was, it was, it was good times. That's he got funny. revenge on me though, because for our bachelor party or my bachelor party, he, um, I pre-gamed it so hard that I, I was puking the morning of like we were driving to his cabin in upstate New York, <laughs> and so I pre-gamed it in the truck so fucking hard that the next morning I was puking, I was violently puking, <laughs> like standing up, and like I burst a, like almost all the blood vessels in my left eye. <laughs> to the point where, like, for like two, three weeks, it was like I looked like I got shot in the face, like in the eyeball. And um, so then the next morning, he strapped a ball and chain to my fucking leg with like, and he he used pliers, so I couldn't get it off. And then he drives me to this fucking um, Catterskill Falls in upstate New York, where like it's so steep, people fall and die. Um. And I had to hike up it with the worst hangover, but it was like a fucking blessing because when I got to the top, I had sweated out the hangover. <laughs> so um, you sobered up? Yeah, and I got to drink afterward again. But brought back some memories. Ball and oh, chain. And then, that, then when we got back to the fucking house, um, he fucking, like, they walked me out to the fucking front yard. And uh-huh. then, like, took a bag off my head or whatever it was they did, or blindfold. And then, because, you know, they tackled me and shit. And then they ran away. And I'm, like, standing, like, what? And then they're, like, run. And I'm, like, what? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, my brother had handed everyone paintball guns. <laughs> <laughs> and he had handcuffed a fucking blow up doll to me. <laughs> so I had to run. And I was pretty bruised up. <laughs> <laughs> no protection good. whatsoever except from a blow up door. Mm-hmm. So there yeah. you are. That was a good sport. That was fucking hilarious. Yeah, At least he didn't strip you naked before he did it. And it's something he would do too. <laughs> and he's like trying to draw the like cock and balls on you just to add to like the true effect. <laughs> yeah, he's um He's like that fucking dude from American Pie, the like the jock guy, 
That's fucking crazy. Stifler? Yeah. I always thought Stifler was the skinny guy that fucked the dude's mom, but I guess not. Which one? I know. Stifler. No, no. The skinny one. I forget his name. Stifler was the guy that's like. Crazy? Yeah. I mean, you call yourself the Stifler. I mean. Pretty magical. It's very magical. So there you are. There's our two messed up stories to leave on. It's beautiful. Uh, remember questions, comments, suggestions, nj30k group at gmail.com. If you want, you can be added to our chat group, the nj30k hobby chat. Just keep it a hobby. Oh, yeah. All right, that's a wrap.